Hey guys, welcome to Minefields. It's Joshua Michael here. Got Mr. Balen Links here. Thank you so much for coming down uh, from uh, Denver to come see me, man. Hey, it's my pleasure, dude. I'm always ready for anything. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's get right into it, man. Uh, New Era Wrestling. New Era Wrestling. Tell us about it, for because uh, we talked to uh, Mr. Damon, Mr. Damon Ace, a couple weeks back, and uh, now we're talking to you. Tell me, how'd you get involved with the organization? Um, well, actually, Damon was the one that brought me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been longtime friends for our, forever. I've known him since high school, even before high school a little bit. And uh, we've always loved wrestling, always. Like, we were always watching it at his house. Every single type of thing we could see on TV, we were watching it. Uh, even doing some of the dumb things we saw on TV, just yeah. uh, just ourselves. Like, you know, we put some mattresses down and just do some do some crazy moves. I tried to, anyways. But um, I guess... Uh, an opportunity came along not too long ago, and um, he saw it, and he brought me into it. And um, he brought me into the training facility, and man, as soon as I stepped foot in that ring, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> How'd it feel? Oh, it was, uh, it was a lot of different emotions, actually. And um, a lot of it was just like a, a nostalgic feeling because wrestling was something that I loved for so long, but I never really, but like, I kind of grew away from it for a little while, but then I finally came back, like, when I came back into that ring, I just, uh, everything kind of just started flooding back into me, and, uh, like, all these memories and of matches and all these feelings that I saw watching these matches and, you know, doing stuff with Damon growing up that, um, I was like, I just, this is, this is it, I, like, I want to, I want to stay, and, um, once I gave, once I made the decision of staying, uh, that's when I started doing all the proper steps to make, you know, everything happen with me and New Era. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting the proper trainers, doing the trainings, doing the tryouts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you guys were so tight. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's 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 my brother right there. <laughs> what were you guys usually watching? Like WCW? We were watching... Uh, oh, like... anything. We were watching everything. I mean, like, we were always getting to his house all the time to watch Raw, SmackDown. Uh, we, I was actually, at that time, I was actually a really big fan of TNA. Awesome. Because uh, I loved just different styles that you were able to get with that and like like I was really fond of like the ultimate X-Men like the Rex Division Rex Division was fantastic at that time when I was watching everything because that's when they still had the octagon some people seem to be embarrassed to mention that they liked a big TNA fan or an Impact fan oh, man, I'm a big Impact fan that man. is uh, mm-hmm. at that time um, when, so when we started watching it again this was like maybe say like eight years ago or something like that um, it was Something that was totally different because it was in its octagon and it, and it had um, its X division. What's what put it on the map? You know, it was something totally different that you weren't really able to get anywhere else. So, and when I saw that, I was like, I was hooked on that. And uh, one day we were just chilling. I was like, Hey, let's actually put it on. It's on the TV right now. Let's watch it. And we just sat down and. Man, two hours went by fast. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, after that, we were just like, let's add another day to wrestling. We're going to sit here and watch it all the time. 
Well, right on. Uh, how did you uh, come up with your character? I mean, like, is it something that was always in the back of your head? Is it something uh, from what we were talking about earlier? I mean, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like, it's 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 kind of hard to to put this into perspective when you meet someone that has an aura to them right off the bat that you know it's not that whether or not I can trust the guy. I mean, the guy's the guy just seems absolutely up, up, upright. If, if you can understand what that means and from our discussions earlier because he does a lot of things outside of the ring that are, are going to absolutely blow your mind and you're going to want to meet this guy and actually be his friend if that makes any sense to you. Um, your, your character, long story short, is it in your back of your mind from everything you told me earlier and then now we've got... Yeah, actually um, a lot of the inspirations that I got for the whole character was uh, I'm a huge comic book fan I'm a huge anime fan I'm a big I'm a really big nerd I love the movies everything like, uh, so um, I got picked and choose a lot of different inspirations but a lot of it was um, I didn't want to be totally driven by a, um, a certain type of character I wanted to really I wanted my character to come out a lot I changed a lot as I was developing it to more of myself of what I am how I do it how I see things and how I view things so um, it's really it's, um, it's driven a lot by you know a sense of pride and honor, like a like a living by a code, like a warrior code. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm a I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in doing things the right way and doing things with the sense of pride and honor in yourself. You know. Yeah, death like, before dishonor. Exactly. Like there's uh, there's there's boundaries that I don't necessarily cross. Mm -hmm. And even when push comes to shove, I'll still second guess you pushing those boundaries. But uh, I mean, if you have to, you have to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, any comic books that it in any way inspired you? I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the comic this podcast might be a little bit about comic books. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah, uh, I, actually a lot. Um, I'm a huge DC guy. I love DC. I loved it since I was um, a kid. I've really grown fond of it, mm -hmm. and um, and just all their stories that they're able to offer. I think, in my opinion, it's a lot more. Um, Relate, relate, relatable because of the emotions and the human aspect of the DC world. I know? think that's why all the movies have been tanking because they're trying to take an emotional, uh, um, an emotional property, which a lot of people don't realize is what DC is. You, if you read a Green Lantern comic book, it's not, it's going to be ninety-eight percent dialogue and and then discussing how they feel and whether or not they're saying it or not, and then. You know, there's going to be a little bit of action as opposed to when you open like a, an Incredible Hulk comic and like three quarters of it is just boom, 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 yeah, boom. Yeah, smashing all the yeah. way. Yeah, and I think the reason why those movies are failing is they're trying to make Marvel movies out of an emotional product. Exactly. That doesn't have Which it. really doesn't work about that because like, um, for example, I'm, I'm a huge Batflick fan. Mm -hmm. I think he is one of the greatest Batmans that have ever graced the screen. Mm -hmm. It is fantastic. Ben Affleck did great because he really tr tried to portray a different side of Batman and Bruce Wayne, mm -hmm. an older seasoned guy that dealt with you know his emotions and not knowing if what he's doing is actually working because he's done it for so long and it's the same thing over and over again with repetition and the people that he's lost and, the, and he's, he said in the, in the Batman or Superman um, how long have we been doing this and how many people have we lost and how many good guys have stayed good good you point know? so it's like you, you gotta really think about that and look at it in that perspective that it's like oh okay this, this is why it's so much more a little bit more emotionally intense and real you know because they're trying to portray that different side of it why he feared someone so powerful you know I'm glad you brought up Batman 
do you wake up as Balin Lynx and then have to put on the costume uh, for the rest of the world before you get into the ring? Nope. I wake up every day as Balin. As then because it's just it's me. It's who I am. I like hearing that, man. That's one of the things that has really helped me differentiate between a lot of the indie wrestlers I've talked to, whether or not they've made it on the podcast or not, is the people that live it, breathe it, this is who I am. Like, I have trouble trying to not be this in the regular world because uh, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, and, uh, I've as time has gone on with my development, um, I've learned that the hard way. It was really hard for me to be able to put on some type of... Uh, facade because that's what I, I thought that's what I needed to do mm-hmm. with when it comes to this career path that I've chosen um, but I've learned that you honestly don't have to it's got to be the better the best part of yourself or the worst part of yourself uh, but nonetheless it's the, the, the bottom line of it is yourself so run with it so you're straight up baby then uh, yeah yeah actually yeah, yeah I am yeah no, that's that's awesome. It, it's uh, I, I'm personally I'm always a big fan of the heels, but I, I love it when people like truly true blue root for the good guy. They 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 want to see the good guy prevail and want to come back next week uh, because if you know the good guy lost last week, the baby, you know, hopefully next week, you know, he's he's gonna you know throw it down and get that back. You of know, throw, you know, bring in those receipts. Uh, Anyone in particular you've been feuding with in uh, New Era? Because I only found the one video of you on, on YouTube. Yeah, because uh, honestly, it's on YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, that was actually my baby match is what I had. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know exactly who I'm going up against what's next on this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, I welcome the challenge. I'm excited. I always want to just push my skills no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And um, win, lose, or draw, I just I just want to wrestle. I love it. And it's just it's so much fun to me. And I do, like I said, it's a passion. But... Um, so my match with Jason was that was definitely an experience on our forget. That was your first match. That was my first one. You could have fooled me, brother. Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. dude. Because well, like, because I I dedicated myself to to wrestling. I gave myself a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. As was well, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. I gave myself a sense of purpose because I needed I needed something in my life, and. As soon as I got a taste of it, I never wanted to lose it. So I dedicated my my time, a lot of my time, to wrestling training, a lot, and under different people as well too. So I can pick up different styles and learn different things and pick out what works for me and what doesn't, you know, so I can make not just a like not just a character, but make it fit to myself. You know? What's your move set like? Uh, it's kind of a hybrid style actually. Um, I do do some of the high flying stuff, that, um, but not. Of super much amount of it, like I don't flip a lot, gotcha. really, I guess. Um, uh, but then I also do a lot of a lot of slams. I like I love the suplexes. I mean, there's no better feeling than picking somebody up and throwing them. Like that's just right. it's a good feeling, you know. So it's kind of a it's kind of a mixture, and you know I'm kind of in and out fast because I'm not really a small guy, but I'm also not a big guy. I'm like in that awkward middle area. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just pick and choose the things that work for me on both ends. And I kind of try to put them together for the most part. But that's good. That's going to work out so much better for you in the long run. I mean, if you're if you're big enough to wrestle the big dudes, but just just a little small enough to still wrestle the littler guys, exactly. You can you can really bust some heads and really like uh, you know go back and forth and have a lot more matches and, and really develop your character. Yeah, hope, and that's that's always the hope too. Is um, I'm, I like I said, I never want to limit myself because I always want to keep on progressing because we honestly. 
don't have any limitations if you look at it, if you believe in that, we really don't. So I just always want to keep on going. Gotcha. Uh, so we're at New Era right now. Uh, anything you've got, like, that you've got in your sights that you really want to wrestle? Like, when I remember I was talking to Damian Malice, and he was telling me how much he wanted to wrestle uh, Mr. Ace. And uh, anyone that, because I know you wrestled Jason, but anyone you got your eyes on? Wrestling got my eyes on? Not necessarily a specific person. What I do want to happen, though, hopefully, is that me and Mr. Ace get a tagged. We get, like I really want to be able to tag with him. That would I, be rad. Because I feel like we could do so many good things. We got a big guy and a little bit of a smaller guy, mm -hmm. and you know the the, the the things that we can do are kind of endless because there's just you've been doing it forever. We just yeah we know each other so well, so much chemistry, you know, that we're able to read each other very well, and we're able just to flow. And like but like I said, the things that we can do together. He'll throw him and I'll land on him or something, you know, like it's just, there's so many things that we could do. So I'm, I really want to try that, hopefully sooner or later, but like I said, we'll see. I just, I just want to wrestle. That know? sounds like something that would be a little bit better if it was a little bit more short-lived. One of the things I noticed from both y'all is that you guys seem more on the singles wrestlers. I would hate for y'all to like become so big as like a tag team that you're like stuck. Like, I'm thinking more like Rock and Sock Connection, where, like, you know... All right, that, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, more Rock and Sock Connection. It's going to happen, and it's going to be awesome while it happens. And then when it's done, it was good while it lasted. But see, I was... Yeah. Well, I was, I was always, gonna, always hoping more for, like, a DX thing. Nice. Because, uh, like, one of my... Like, my greatest... One of two of my greatest inspirations growing up was Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. I loved Shawn Michaels, too. A lot of it... A lot of my look I got from him moved from his tights to the boots. Gotcha. You know? And uh, I love what he did. And But, like, you saw how DX was. When they were together, there was... It was great. It was fantastic. But, the, but then even apart, you've got the game. Yeah. Triple, 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 you know, the game. But you need a fantastic career by himself. And you got the showstopper, Shawn Michaels. But fantastic career by himself. But they, at times, they always just come together and still make it something great. And they're still DX, you know? but they're still so, separate. Exactly. So I was always thinking something like that, like, depending on how our... Like how our careers go, like no matter how far we go, whether if he, you know, decides to take it somewhere else, and I decide to take it somewhere else, and we split or whatever, I don't care. As you know, down the line, we can come together again and put on a great show like we used to, or something. You know, like that'd be just like future goals. You know, that'd be kind of cool. I imagine you guys have probably talked about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, this is the first time I've ever said something like that to him. I, I've never even told him that. Like, we have our moments here, but like, that's the first time I ever said anything like that. <laughs> so that's just kind of like on my end of things. Uh, tell me more about your character, man. Like, uh, I've started to get to know you pretty well, level as much as you can in like the first thirty minutes we talk. But tell me more. Is there anything in particular that that's like stuck in your head that you want to get out and that you're trying to tell in a, in a story? Well, like. Um, a lot of things that I want to do with my story, with my character and my matches and the stories I really want to tell is the stories of not, of, of getting hit with so many things, mm -hmm. but you never stay down. You always keep on going. You always keep on trucking through. Always. Are you talking? And you never stop and you never give up. So no matter how hard you get beat in life or in the ring, you always keep on going. You know? Like, I'm an underdog in life. And in this business, with my stature, just how big, just how, like I said, I'm in that awkward middle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be an underdog in a lot of places, you know. But, like, I always want to, like, but, like I come out into the ring, everyone's going to be like, what? And then they see me, what I can do. And they're like, oh, wow. You know, like, and I'm, and, you know, even if they see me getting beat down, I'm not going to give up, you know. 
Now you're talking from an emotional sense. You're not just talking not selling, right? Yeah, from an emotional sense. Like yeah, yeah, yeah emotional sense. Yeah. Now that's something that I really think that the, the wrestling community needs because I really think it's flooded with way too many heels. I, I can actually agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely can. I think it's flooded with way too many heels. And one of the things that I really I remember when I went to my first Colorado Springs uh, the CSW show, uh, one of the heels was like out in the crowd, and this little boy was like. Screaming at him, like, yeah. yeah, screaming, like, he was invested, like, how dare you do that to my hero, and, like, we need more heroes. Yeah. And, man, like, I'm all for it, man, that's, if you're, if you're gonna be the hero, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, I mean, it, you also gotta look at it from a different perspective as well, too, like, I said, I've always been an underdog in my life, and I never really had anybody kind of always in my corner, aside from my family. Yeah. So, but, like, uh, or, like, really believe in the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, you got to look at it from, like, an ego standpoint, too. Who doesn't want to be out there and have everybody just cheering for them, you know, yeah. just yelling out the names, and you get the chance. Like, who doesn't want that? You know, yeah. that's, a, it's just a, it's a, that's, like, the, on the ego side of things. It's like, you, you live off of that, you know? I do, anyways, and I love it. I mean, my first match, and I just, I almost passed out from the excitement just because I, every, as soon as I got out there, because I sold a lot of tickets. Mm-hmm. So a lot, a lot of the arena, a lot of the crowd was for me. Nice. So it was, and I was super loud. And I could just hear them just chant my name. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, like I said, an experience I'll never forget. And I never want to lose that experience. I guess you know, I never want to lose that feeling, that sensation that you get. It's great. You're not just talking about people cheering your name, but you're talking about that. Like I'm here. I'm here. And I'm here, and I'm here to stay. Yeah. You know, and uh, like I just, I, I, I really want to be a positive role model for everybody you know I want to give somebody a good thing to look up to because I think right now we're in a, the world is in a pretty ugly state Very ugly with a lot of different things mm-hmm. and a lot of bad things that people tend to forget that there's still good out there you know and that's a big reason why I want to continue on being a baby because mm-hmm. I, I want to show them that there's still good out there and I really want to put those feelings that I have deep down inside and put it out there as well to show that you don't give up just because someone's striking you down don't Stop because you think you can't do it. Don't stop because of your the doubts that you have, the mental games that you play with yourself. You know, right? It's all. It's everybody goes through the same struggles. Right. I want my. I want to be. I want when I'm out there. I want to be as relatable as I can. I don't want to be a larger than life figure. I want to be a relatable person. You know. I find a lot of times that the people that are always second guessing themselves uh, and have heroes, and you know, how do they do it? How do they do it? I think one of the things that's lacking is that. Um, they don't know that their heroes are constantly facing that still to this day. Exactly. Yeah. All the, it's, an, it's a never-ending battle. It's, it's ne- it never stops. You yeah, know? you don't just kill the bad guy and it's dead and you're, you're happy for the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. Like, you, you, like you never, ever do. Like, uh, like I said, you always kind of go, like going back to the whole um, the whole DC world with the comic books. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you, you get that part with everything else. You know, with, with that emotional aspect in, in, in those comic books. That's why I like them so much because they, they, it does never stop you know even when Superman finds his peace with his son well, something's always coming in and you see his emotions come in like when is it gonna stop I just I don't want to do this anymore you know and then you, then you have the moments of doubt right you know they're all down themselves and then from that they, they find their purpose again you know it's stuff like that you know it's always so that's a constant thing every day for just in, in real life too it, we, me and my buddy were talking about one of the recent issues of um, Jesus what was it oh god we're spacing on this one it was one of those issues where everything was over. It was it was oh it was an Avengers issue okay. where they just finished the uh, the last big storyline uh, War of the Realms and they were at home 
and the, there was no bad guys in the in the in nothing like they were in the hot tub. Uh, they were becoming new friends. Blade, yeah. Blade, and uh, and She Hulk were flirting, and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" They weren't setting up any story. It was one single issue of just like we're at peace. Yeah, we're at peace. But 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 this issue ain't gonna happen again for another three years, and. It's the constant battle. Uh, you, you mentioned that you've, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair are, you know, heroes of yours, but those guys are top dogs. Yeah, see, and see, those characters were so much larger than life. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Ric Flair always bragging about him being the best and better and yeah. all the money he had. Yeah. You know, my Gucci shoes are worth more than your house. Yes, yeah, stuff exactly. like that. You know, like that shit pissed me off. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, it was like it was great. Like, the, and the funny thing is, like, those two are great heels. You know, but like, it's just. But like, and they're larger than life characters, of course, you know. Um, but I got this, their style, their enigmas, you know, that they're just something that you won't ever find anywhere else, you know. And you, it's always an experience, and it's always like just like an experience every time you see them wrestle, every time I saw them wrestle, anyway. Do you have underdog heroes? Uh, that's actually a pretty tough one on that one. Um, Think comic books then. For underdog heroes, like for like like underdog and underrated ones, like. Man, I love Booster Gold. You're a Booster Gold fan? <laughs> Dude, Booster Gold's cool, never man. met a Booster Gold <laughs> like, fan in my life. Like Booster, like Booster Gold's cool, dude. He try, he goes back in time to be a superhero, yeah. and then he's always getting overshadowed. But he's always, but he's funny, and he keeps, he keeps his character. He always stays, try, he always tries to stay positive. And he's always, every time people always just like, and hey, no man, we got it. He's still right there helping out all the time, you know, like. That's that's cool, you know. I've never met a Booster Gold fan before in my life. I, I've never met a Guy Gardner fan in my life either. But I, I think still... Guy Gardner is cool. Like I want to see more of Kyle Reiner. Like that'd be like that dude, the first White Lantern. That's cool. That would no. Like, oh, dude. I want to see more of that, you know. Booster Gold. That story they did where he was going back in time. It was about a year ago. With uh, was it with um, with Superman's dad? Was it? I think so. Is what it was. Yeah, that was actually really fun. That was a really fun. Yeah, that, and it's always like I said. It's an, it's, a, it's an emotional thing too. Like you know, you know but like the. the most of the time, the hype that he gets, he gets it from himself. Yeah. You know, like, he's always like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, but nothing ever really too great happens, you know. But it's still, like, there's a reason why it keeps on going. And going and going and going for so long. You know, that's just, I like Booster Gold. <laughs> man, I, I love your energy on this, man. Especially, I, I, I want to see kids out there wearing your shirt. Like, like that's my that's my hero. Like, you know, he, I can touch him. Like, and he did it. Like he's out there, whether they want to be a wrestler or not. Yeah. Uh, whether or not you're out there telling them to take their, you know, vitamins and, and all that good stuff. But at least in in the ring, you know, I love seeing like that they bring the kids out to the shows and and yeah, that's 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 gonna be great, man. Yeah, that's also like another thing with New Era that I love. It's family friendly. You know, we're at a comic book shop, which is great already. You know, and but like it's family friendly, so you don't see, you don't have a lot of uh, a lot of the bad things that you see in a lot of uh, like wrestling everywhere. You know, a lot of the, yeah. like you know the vulgar stuff or whatever. You know, it's, it's good, fun, clean wrestling. But it's um, not it's not G rated though. But exactly, yeah. but it, but nonetheless, it's it's still something that you can you know you can bring the kids to and it's great. You know, because I, I mean like we're doing this stuff for the fans, but like at the same time, like I myself want to give something to kids to look up to. You know, mm-hmm. so that's so like another like New Era is great, so great about it. One of the reasons the whole podcast exists is because my best friend Colin and I, if you listen to it when we do the, the weekly Wednesday ones for last week's comics, is we'd be I'd be driving around and he'd be on the phone and the next thing you know we're talking for like two hours straight about everything we read that week and one day he was like, 
we need to fucking record this. And then we started doing it, and I'm like, we need to talk about wrestling too. And he's like, it, it has to be done because <laughs> they, they perfectly go hand in hand. And they, like, very, they very much yeah. do. You know, like, you, I mean, even like with some of the bigger stars now, you see that they're bringing out. Like a lot of their uh, a lot of their attire, a lot of the ring attire is superheroes. Yep. You know, like and it's it's cool to see. Like I was like, oh, I didn't know you know he was a fan. Yeah. You know, and so that's pretty cool. And then like I said, it's just a uh, so a lot of it's like I said a lot of it's character driven a lot. So you mean you get what is what's better inspiration you have than a comic book? You know. I don't know why these big companies aren't hiring comic book writers to help them with like develop the storylines in their in their indie in their see, indie. See, I've never even thought about that. Actually, by a pretty good idea. Yeah. Why not? I mean, like, I was I was uh, seeing that WWE thing a couple weeks ago where they were like, hey, you know, apply to be a writer, no wrestling uh, knowledge needed. Like, what? Like, that's uh, probably not a. <laughs> doesn't seem too smart to me yeah, there, bud. I don't know about that one. It's like hiring a limo driver. You don't need a driver's license. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand that. No, that's a. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know if I really agree with that one. What are you reading lately? Um, I'm. A lot of the newer stuff is so, so hard to keep up with now because there's so much coming out. Hey, man. People pop, pop, popping out so many things. I don't read too many of the newer ones. Uh, I do reading this. Uh, I was started reading this one with um, from the Justice League. Uh, I was reading Odyssey. That was pretty cool. That one's um, how they're redoing everything. That's when they first bring out Darkseid for the whole um, Rebirth series. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this one. Um, what is? It? I forgot the series was called, but it was really like dramatic. Um, they have this. The, the the Justice League has this place. Where everybody, where the superheroes can go to, to uh, just talk about like this, like therapy for them. Mm-hmm. To talk about the PTSD and everything that's going on with them, all stuff like real deep, deep things to like help them just cope with everything. Decompress. Everything. Yeah, and um, the whole thing gets shot up by somebody. Mm-hmm. Some heroes die, all that stuff, and like all the person, and like they re- they do these sessions where they record themselves and talking on, on the tape, and somebody got their hands on the tape and. Like, you know, everybody's, like, emotions and fears and, you know, the weakest moments are out there for somebody to grab. It's just a really cool series. Like, it's, like I said, really relatable, but really, like, emotionally dark, you know? What are some of your favorite DC, like, uh, you know, big storylines? Like, uh, my, my all-time favorite is the Dark Side Wars. Justice League Dark Side Wars. Really? From the New 52. So, yeah, like, that was, uh, that's cool, because I've always loved Dark Side. Like, because he was the original one. Mm-hmm. He came first before Thanos. Thanos was a copy from Dark Side. Way before him. And so, uh, and Dark Side's always been, like, just, man, that dude has just been, like, the great villain. He's always been mean. And so, like, the fact that he was an antagonist, and I was like, oh, I gotta check it out. And I like the new gods. The new gods are dope. You know, they're cool. Kirby, baby. So, that's what I'm saying, dude. Jack Kirby, man, is the man. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, that was what, like, that one's still, like, my all time favorite one, sadly. Uh, like on the Marvel side, I, I, one of my favorites has always been um, the first Civil War. Like really, the whole story was great. That's interesting. Like the whole story was like, because that's because that one's a lot of like a lot of real things too. People just going back and forth about their moralities of what they believe is right, what they don't, and people like choose like choosing one way and then they see the error of their ways and they go a different way. So like going back and forth with like the registry or not. So that's pretty cool. Like I like that one a lot. It didn't infuriate you when Parker revealed himself. I lost it. Like uh, I think for a longest time I've always like wanted to just uh, be like you. Need, he just needs to say it. He just needs to say it. You know, yeah. life will be easier for him if he just says it. Yeah. You know. So when it finally happened, I was like. Yes, that was yeah. cool. I, I liked it. I liked it. And then everything went to shit. <laughs> no, agreed, agreed, agreed. Which, then, is, which always happens when you know they put out their deepest darkest secret out there. Uh, I actually just finished reading um, Absolute Carnage that came out there yesterday, and it was one of the best comic books I've read in years. It was, it was scary. 
it, like if, if you ever read Maximum Carnage, I mean that. I mean it was usually during the day. It was like bright colors. But yeah. This is Carnage is is a legit god now that has a, a, a cult of followers, and he's not scared of nobody. Yeah. And he's coming out of the darkness. Yeah, I mean, and that, and uh, I mean, just with that too, like just because um, I find I find out they're able to do something really great with Carnage as well, because like they've been doing good things, but like. Never to like the man's full potential. I mean, the dude's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Cletus Cassidy. First off, that's just a terrible name. It's scary as hell. It is. A, <laughs> you it's, know? it's definitely a serial killer. And, name. Uh, yeah. uh, but like just the what, like just the that they never got into like such full detail of how he is as as a as Cletus, mm-hmm. you know, and how he grew up. How it was always just terrible things yep. all the time. Like doing like bad things happening to him, or him just doing he's like burning down the orphanage like, like terrible yeah. terrible things yeah. that like uh, it's always been it's been like spots in comic books where that's happened not like a full like focused on like let's do this you know and uh, with Absolute Carnage ones that I've been re- that I've been hearing anyways um, hearing that they've been doing they've been focusing a lot on the potential of the character which is good the potential of the character doesn't just come out but the, the when I mentioned earlier about a horror comic book is you ever see Hellraiser? yeah you could run away as much as you could. They're gonna find you. Yeah, of it didn't matter where you it, whether you. It, they don't need to knock the doors down. Like check this out so far. I mean, like look how beautiful the artwork is in this one. Brock doesn't has, still hasn't told that kid that's his boy. And look 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 at the eyes. Look at the eyes on Cassidy there. So great. And then the evil the the actual symbiote when he's in full carnage symbiote form. When you see his spine, how many damn things I have to flip through? <laughs> oh shit! I'll just show it to you later. Oh no! They're yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Look at that. Look at that design. Like the pelvis bone there. No, that's good. And missing missing bits of the torso. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just really excited for it. And uh, man. Anything else that you've like really been focusing on in comics at all? Or actually, what's your uh, what was your first comic book? If you remember the first one that that, that really netted you. Oh man, that's a that's a real tough one. Uh, um, I would I, I think it was uh, an X Force comic is what it was. Nice. Um, I was a really big fan of uh, Wolverine and Deadpool, mm-hmm. and the whole X Force thing was pretty cool. And because um, like uh, I was like a, like a secret force. Uh, like it's like a secret team from Canada. I was like, what? Because I never really was like thought about anywhere. I was like, I was a kid. I was really narrow minded. So I was like, from Canada. I was like, okay. I started reading it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Now I feel you on that one. Though. With, with X Force, that was like I, I believe they. You think you're talking about Alpha Flight? Alpha yeah, Flight. Yeah, you're talking about Alpha Flight, but X Force. You're talking about when. Uh, when Deadpool and Wolverine were on Cyclops' secret covert assassination team. Yep. And it was, that was a lot of fun. They really dark. And I want to get back on the light side because this is something that really intrigues me about you, brother. Now, uh, any comic books... Okay, let me put it in perspective. My comic book, Do Not Resuscitate, is on the darker level. And I'm not doing it because I want to be super goth and super you know it's hardcore and like scare people i want to be at a comic con one day sitting down i'll sign whatever you want like if you come up to me with like a 9.8 graded thing number one and it's super hard to find okay that's fine i'll sign i'm happy to meet you i would rather meet the guy or the gal that's at the end of the line nervous as shit to meet me holding a beat up reader copy yeah uh for example um 
Nichelle Nichols was talking about how uh, she was at a Comic Con one day and there's a big line of people and in the middle of the line she saw a neo-Nazi big swastika tattooed on his face alright alright and it made her real nervous and finally she, he comes up to her and he says I'm, I'm really really sorry about my appearance please forgive me I used to be a really bad person mm-hmm. until I saw Star Trek I used to hate you and your character taught me that that's wrong and I'm doing everything I can and he, he had precious Star Trek items to him that changed his life for her to sign yeah. and she was like I, I couldn't believe it like because mm-hmm. she was going to quit that show and you know who convinced her to stay on the show Martin Luther King Jr. Wow, all right. He was a huge Star Trek fan, but it, granted what was going on at the time, he thought it was a really, not just for you know civil rights movement, but she was a great character. Yeah, of course. And he didn't see her as just like the black chick on the show. She, yeah. was, she was part of, she was a full-fledged crew member. Yeah. And it's one thing I love about Star Trek. I want someone to come up to me and hand me a reader copy and say, I thought I was alone. Mm-hmm. And like, let's talk. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But let, let's talk. And I, I've been through a lot in my life, man. When we first got here, you're telling me that you come here to the Springs and you you help people with uh, with rehab. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily like a rehab thing, but like uh, there's this um, it's just people that are recovering from, what, from yeah. a lot of different things. A lot of the roots problem of all that stuff is a lot of just mental. You know? And uh, so I try to do everything that I can, not just here but everywhere, um, to help people. Try to lift them up and give them. Try to help them find their purpose, anyways. You know, because you can't really give somebody a purpose; they have to find it on their own. Right. You know. Uh, one of the, not to get too political. Actually, we need to do Fight Club on this one. One of the reasons Fight Club happened was because Tyler Durden found a bunch of guys that had no purpose. Yeah. And then gave them one. Exactly. And then they p- unfortunately picked the wrong thing, mm. but they they were tight knit. Um, I. It's one of the things I'd really like to get into, but I'm actually really nervous to be around that many people, or even have the feel like I even had the guts and the wherewithal to actually help people in their moment of need and keep them like standing up. Like it's it's, um, it's scary for sure um, because you never know what you're gonna say or do um, that people are gonna take the wrong way, or they're gonna are t- they gonna take it literal and um, totally not do what you meant for or not and um, you know potentially that can make things worse and so there's always that, that problem in the back of your mind so you always have to really kind of approach things in a very slow manner to uh, and really think about how it is you're going across these things and what you're doing like um, you know like the, like there's a lot of things I do on social media on a lot of different things I try to I try to do to inspire people because if I can do it anybody else can do it I was terrible you know so uh, I try to use my story as much as I can to help people out you know and and, um, you know, and, I, and it's like an everyday thing I'm always posting something either about myself or something inspirational or whatever just every day as much as I can because uh, it's an everyday struggle all the time mm-hmm. you know and I, you know I, I know people might be, you know, already like, oh, this again, or oh, there he is again, and trying to be all righteous, all this stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I care about what I'm trying to go for and the point that I'm going to view and the, and the audience I'm trying to hit after. Every day I get messages from people saying, hey, man, I'm, if you're inspiring, like, I know we don't know each other or, 
or we have known each other for a long time, whatever, but whatever you're doing, it's good and it's great and it's inspiring. And it's making me want to continue on being better for myself. Hey, do you mind getting to the gym with me and helping me out? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll help you out. Or, yeah, of course, I'll help. I'll train you for a little bit. Yeah, like, give you something. I'll help you out. Like, you just want, well, most people just want someone to talk to you about someone that they can relate to with these things, you know? Like, see somebody that they see succeeding, but they don't know how to do it themselves. So they, they just want someone to talk to you and hopefully find a relation with them. You know, so that way they can, um, it helps it helps them see it as more attainable. You know, where do you find your source material? A lot of it is from like my own counseling that I've gotten, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of it's from comic books too. They, they're the stuff that they read in that you can read in there, or is uh, a lot of it really inspiring. You know, like I said, it's just finding that purpose. And uh, but like just um, I read a good amount, uh, a lot of different things, um, and uh, it just it kind of just. And, and of course movies I listen to I'm a huge movie buff too so like it's, it's like I get inspiration from everywhere and I kind of just pick and choose things that work and that sound right or whatever and you know put things together put this together or you know or come up with my own version of it whatever it is but just to make it work and relatable you know I had a hard time getting clean myself because it was one of those things where you had to give yourself over to Jesus give yourself over to Jesus and I'm I've got some issues. I'm not saying I've, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's personally not for me. Uh, and it was like, no. In order to do any sort of sobriety, you had to give yourself over to, to a higher power. Do you have anything that you offer to people that is not like, you know, you have to be Christian? Uh, not really. Like, it's a, a, that was a big thing for me because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holy man, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, so it helped me a lot. To help me figure out what I need to do and and um, just put things back in perspective for me, because I lost sight of that when I was do, when I was doing all my dumb things, mm-hmm. and then I finally got it back, and it made me feel whole again, you know. Um, so it's just like even if they don't want it, I help them spiritually wise, you know, in the back. You know, I'm always praying for people all the time, you know. But uh, to offer them, I try to help. I try to help them feel. I guess in a sense of empowerment just okay. so that way they can see that they do have some sort of control okay. you know because people need to have people need it's, it's like I said it's a mental thing they need to they need something a, a switch needs to flip in their brain just uh, in order for them to start believing that they can actually do it mm-hmm. you know that they actually can have have the ability to make it happen to make anything happen I think about that um, it was in Grant Morrison's Superman run I think I'm 90% sure uh, it's one of Colin's favorites is when that goth kid is about to jump off the building. Yeah. And he's like, you don't have to do it, boy, or son. And he just, just yeah. that. And then just that kid, his head just goes from like, you know, that defiant like, but into the, that, that head on his chest. And like that, that always just stops me dead in, dead in my tracks when I think about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's excellent. That's that sort of material you go through because it's accessible. It's it's 100 accessible. Yeah, exactly. No, so it's um, like I said, it's just it's just many different different inspirations of a lot of different things. You know, every like I said, I just I'm I learned to become open minded and and not just see things in one not just have one track mind with things. So like I'm I'm very um, open to hearing things, to seeing things, to and um, experiencing different things, and because um, it's just people don't realize how much people and this world do have to offer and in a very good way too you know 
So uh, I, I choose, you know, when someone speaks, I choose to listen. When, I, when something is coming my way, I choose to open my eyes and see what it is, you know, not just blurs coming by me. Like, I choose to, like, try to focus on what things are, so, you know, I'm, you know, just, uh, just to try to fully grasp things. So that way, I can do that to try to make, you know, further help my understanding of things, and as well as also use that to help other people as well. Do you have any success stories, obviously without naming any names, that you're proud of that if one of our listeners right now happens to hear might flip that switch or get them to think about maybe trying to flip the switch? I have a few. There's a, there's a few friends of mine that um, have uh, actually been doing some really good things, you know, um, like, you know, stop hanging out with the wrong sort of people again and, um, you know, you finally being able to keep a job you know uh, you know living arrangements are a little bit hard here and there but I mean that's that's everywhere no matter what but they're still you know staying strong and doing what they need to be doing to keep on progressing in life you know they're not stuck anymore they don't hate themselves anymore you know people are like you know getting into the gym and getting healthy you know they're not looking like they're just like you know withering down you know super skinny from you know all the dumb things you know so like there's a, there's a few there's a few amount you know and you know everybody knows that they can always come to me for help all the time, and people do, you know, and I always try to help them out as much as I can. And, you know, rather if it's somebody that I know or just random people, I'm always trying to offer that to everybody else. And, people, and like I said, the things that I post, whether people realize it or not, like the haters that are always out there, people do listen, people do see it. Yeah. And, they, and it does help them out. So where after they're done, like once they finally hit a good, healthy point in their life, they're like, hey, you know what, if they, they just randomly hit me up, dude, if it wasn't for what you've been doing, I would have become the inspiration to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, wow, that's, I didn't even know. Thanks, dude. I'm proud. I like the job. I'm proud. I bet your family's really proud of you. Um, they know a lot of things that I try to do to help. They don't know the, extent, the full extent of a lot of things that I do and that I've done. They, my, my immediate family does know a lot of things that I've done mm-hmm. because I kind of came out to everybody. Uh, my immediate family anyways about a lot of things that I did. Yeah. Just so that we can fully grasp each other and like fully like actually embrace each other. Right. Um, but like they... they they see the things that I do here and there to help the people out, but they don't see the extent of like what I'm doing a lot. Cause I, I leave the house a lot, like mm-hmm. at random points in time, especially like at night. Cause somebody calls me, dude, I'm drunk. I can't do this. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going. No, I'm on my way. Or like I'm like I'm like I'm like I'm relapsing right now. Like I'm I'm on my way. Yeah. You know, a lot of things like like no matter how far or wide I have to go, no matter what, like that's why like I mean like I look like I don't have that much sleep because <laughs> I really like, I'm. People call me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm answering. Yeah. You know, because I don't never know what it is, whether if I know the number or not. You know. Really. Like my number as circulates out there, and it's because it's out there. Because I, like I said, I, I did a lot of like music, mm-hmm. so like a lot of people need to contact me. So my people have my information out there. So like a lot of times I'm like, you know, I'm having conversations on the phone with somebody that no talk that they know me for mm-hmm. a long time, but I have no idea who it is on the other side of the line. Oh wow. But. We're having a conversation because because apparently we do know each other, they, and he and this person knows me. So I'm like, I'm just continuing the conversation, but like I can see where it's going. I'm like, hey, well, this person apparently needs help. So here I'm talking to you through something, you know, whatever, something. It doesn't matter what it is, and it doesn't have to be just like you know recovering. It can be just their own problems, or like their own little issues that they have with you know school or friends, or family, or just life, you know, just because life is hard, man. Like I said, this world is ugly. So why would we want to add to that? Why should we add to that? You know how much of a selfish person you have to be to want to add to the bad things in this the, world? In the you know? time you have to have on your hands 
to plot something or or decide that you're going to go to school and exactly or just or just, or just or just even just walking around with some type of shit attitude all the time. Yeah, you know how much energy that takes. It's really exhausting. You know, like and like I said, you know how much you know how selfish you got to be for something like that. Why would you want to add to it? Mm-hmm. So like, no matter regardless if I know you or not, I'm always going to give you that respect and that time of day. Mm-hmm. You know, I said I'll talk to you on the phone for I don't know how long and I don't even know who you are, but I'll, I'll see and I'll talk. Have you reached that point where you feel like sometimes your people are taking advantage of you? Uh, yeah, for a few of them, yes, and there there are a few of them that actually do, just because they they can't do it themselves. Yeah, like especially like in help with the gym. Yeah, that help anybody. I don't care. Like I really will. I'll give. I'll, I'll help you out with things that you pay somebody else to do. I don't care. Let's do it. Yeah, like you just want someone to. Like, most of the time, they just want someone to talk to and hang out with. You know, but I'll do it. And then they're like, they don't. You know. They say, they like, they post their progress stuff or whatever, and they're like, look at all the hard work I've been doing. Yeah, you've been doing the hard work at you, but you wouldn't get anywhere if it wasn't for my help, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm trying to get it to where, like, if I'm trying to build a brand, you're not helping me build a brand, you know? So it's like, what are you doing? So like, like so, you know, things like that, or people use a lot of my kindness to their advantage, you know, like, you know, for rides or for help or, or anything like that you know like they just take it and they're just like all right then i got what i needed bye-bye yeah you know so there are those people that that do do that and it's um it can get discouraging at times because you can never tell yeah who it is who, who it like who those people really are mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not our job to figure out who's really worth it or who's not right everybody is everybody's deserving of this at I, least the I basic, agree. at least the, the basic common courtesy of things in life. People are, are people. People who deserve that, no matter what. And then from there, what they choose to do with it is their thing, and how they, how they receive it is their thing. You know. I, I, I appreciate that. And uh, earlier, I wasn't digging at Christianity. It's just it's just not my thing. It's just not on the same. Yeah, everybody has their own yeah. thing, man. Everybody has yeah, their own thing. I, you know? I hope you didn't take that in, in offense, but like the same time though, it's still like, it's free every Sunday. It's 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 free learn to be a good person and you're forgiven and I dig that is, is there any particular um, sources of inspiration that you go to for you know often um, no, book, no, not, not necessarily for the most part I just like I said I just um, I try to keep my mind open I try to keep my mind open to the right things but I keep my mind closed to the things that I shouldn't try to change like mm-hmm. my morals yes I close that off that's like that's never gonna change mm-hmm. right? like it really it shouldn't because my morals are finding a good spot now. But like everything else, I keep it open to a lot of different inspirations, everything. You know, like I just, you know, music, movies, everything, you know, a lot of different things. So I don't have a specific source that I do go to, you know. Man, he told me you were a good guy, but now that I know that there's actually like Ghana's and Backbone behind like your brand, what you're building, and I'm, I can't wait to see well, what see, else the, you're gonna the, do. See the, see, the thing is that like, I never used to be this way. Uh, me neither, man. I was, uh, and dude, like, I tell a lot of people that are coming back into my life mm-hmm. now from like high school and you know, back or whatever. They're just like, dude, you're so different this and that. I'm like, I'm surprised you didn't kick me in the balls yeah. back then because you should have because of how, how I was. I was, I was a pretty bad person. You know, I did a lot of dumb things to a lot of people and I did a lot of bad things. A lot of people, I took in pleasure in, you know, causing some negative effect in anybody's life. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of dumb things, you know, it took a long thing. Like I said, I lost sight of a lot of important things, myself, my faith, my family. You know, like the, like the really important things in life, you know, and it took a lot for me to finally get to where I'm at now. And 
you know, my main goal, like one of my main goals is to always try to get someone to where I'm at in my life, which is, you know, comfortable and happy and content and, and you know, in a good mood and a good person Let them without, without having to go through all the bad things that I did in my life. Yeah. If I can try to avoid someone pain, I'm going to try to do as much as I can to do that, you know, because the shit that I went through, it's terrible. And I don't want, I'm not, and I can... I don't use the word hate a lot, but there are people out there that I absolutely cannot stand. The hate, but I would never wish what I went through on them because no one deserves that, you know? So if I can try to have, help people avoid things like that to get to a good spot, that's what I'm going to try to do. A lot of uh, people I've talked to have told me that wrestling saved them. Uh, wrestling, uh, like I said, is um, giving me a sense of purpose. I don't think it saved you, but uh, have you met other guys where the, that it really was? They had nothing beforehand. Yeah, actually, yeah. I've, I've met a lot. I've met a good amount of people like that. Mm. And um, I said I'm on the ver I'm on the fence on that one because mm. I've always loved it, but that doesn't necessarily like save me or not. But like I said, it's giving me a sense of purpose. Finally, giving me something to set my set my sights on. You know, finally, give, you know, it's giving me inspiration. It's giving me meaning of what I need to be doing and what how I should be doing it. You know, it's giving me a sense of direction. You know, how I want to do things and I want to progress things. I want to succeed in this. I want to be good at this. I want to be the best that I myself can possibly be in this while also being able to portray the best person that I can, you know? And that's a big this in this and wrestling is giving me just that. So I and that and I will I love this business to this death. No matter who shames it, who talks bad about it, who messes it up for people, mm -hmm. like because there are some pretty shit wrestlers out there, you know, that do a lot of dumb things. You know, whatever. Like I don't it doesn't I don't care. No one is ever gonna change how I feel about this this sport. Cause it is a sport. Right. You know, it's entertainment, but it's a sport. I love wrestling. And I will and no one nothing will ever change that for me. Who are your favorite guys, your current guys right now that are you know Semi indie, or even in, if they're in AEW or WWE. Um, actually, it's it's pretty funny. As I'm a Orange Cassidy fan because oh, I, I, I love I love I like how he just does his own thing, dude. Yeah. Like it's just uh, it's some totally different. He's uh, fun. Uh, I actually like Joey Ryan a lot because uh, they said it's something totally different. It's just something that like it's. It's, Joey it's, Ryan's out, one of my it's out there, but it works. You know, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> like it's a, like the Iron Dong gimmick. That's just a, <laughs> yeah. like that's the bootplex. That's something you don't yeah. see, but that's it's it works and it's good. You know, so I like I like it. Your milkshakes are on me. Oh, are you sure? Well, can you uh, bill me for something so I can tip you? Because I don't have cash. No, no, don't worry about it. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Oh well, well, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, look at that. That's cool. That is awesome. Right on. But uh, so there's that. I like um, current ones. Current ones. There's there's a lot. I'm um I'm a big Davy Boy uh, Smith fan. Uh, Junior. I like him a lot. Mm -hmm. I like his dad. Uh, so he's over at Major League Wrestling. I like him a lot. He's like he's a real strong dude. You know, like he's always like um, he's he has his person like his personalities in the ring you know like he's just how just how his facade mm -hmm. you know like he doesn't say much to like really say who he is which is cool i think I, like not a lot of people can get that over you know um where would you everyone's always like oh you know you know they're not going to go to AEW. like they're they'd rather or, or they're not going to go to WWE. they'd rather go to AEW. uh wrong um everyone in their back of their mind wants to be in wwe that's what's well, the it's the big leagues, man. You yeah. gotta you gotta realize that company has been around for a long time, and the amount of money that it's pushing out and bringing it in is unbelievable. That it's gonna take a tremendous amount 
two for it to oh, yeah. even get close to derailing. Yeah. And so, and it, trust me, it's not going anywhere. It's like trying to take down Disney. It's not. It's not going to happen. It's really. No. It's honestly not going to happen. And you're like, it'd be, yeah, it'd be. It'd be cool. It'd be dope. Uh, it's just the thing is, is that like people rag about it so much because a lot of people don't want to work that hard. Oh yeah. You know, everybody wants something to give into them, but they don't want to work that hard. If you had the choice right now, AEW. WWE. WWE. Of course. NXT or straight to main roster? NXT. Beautiful. NXT roster yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. They are uh, very underappreciated. <laughs> they, they are so good. I wish they would have kept Ricochet and Aleister Black in a little bit longer. I did too, because uh, now they're not going to use them as much. I mean, you got, <laughs> I mean, you got Aleister Black doing opening, issuing, what is it, backdoor challenges or something like that? Yeah. Or open challenges, and uh, it's not really... Uh, not really working. <laughs> He's more popular by loving his wife and posting cool metal stuff on, uh, yeah, on you Instagram. Know, like, right and uh, you know, people talk back to him on you know on Twitter or whatever. But that's really like about it. Like, what are you gonna, what, you, what else are you doing? Like, like, but he's so good, mm-hmm. fantastic. And him on NXT was like you never saw anything like him before. You know, second I laid eyes on him, like same thing I felt when I saw Kevin Owens first time. That's the pony I'm putting my money on if we were at the betting track. Like that's what that, I'm saying, right? That one. But yeah, uh, how do we find you on this, on uh, social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Balaam Links. Uh, just search it and you'll find me. Um, and you can find me on the on the New Era page as well too. Uh, their website as well. You can find me on there. Um, Instagram uh, at Balaam, uh, and that one's a little bit more personal mm-hmm. with me, where you get stuff from my real life and from wrestling as well because mm-hmm. uh, uh, that one you know you'll see things of my family you'll see things of my friends you'll see me wrestling mm-hmm. you know you, you want a little bit more of a personal experience you know photo wise you know like visual wise go on my Instagram on that one on Facebook I'll have you know stuff for books bookings um, shirts uh, you know wrestling stuff I'll sh- you know I'll share a few wrestling things here and there from other people from other promotions or just videos or whatever mm-hmm. uh, just like it's mainly just wrestling on that one like, so you want more of a personal aspect, you find me on Instagram, at Balaam. And um, they say, that's good. You'll see a lot more of my um, my everyday life things, my, my you, know, the, the, you know, like I said, the struggles of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, my, this, this, my inspiring stuff, my stuff that I try to do to give to people, to show people that we can see, you know, always, no matter what life does at you, we can still keep going, you know. So it's a little bit more personal on that one. Right on. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure and inspiration. I'm so glad you came down. I mean, like, I was having a really shitty day. You just completely turned it on. Yeah, hey, man, I, I try to do what I can when I can, you know. I'm, I'm glad I was able to help you in just by doing this interview, you know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Well, I, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, guys, uh, he's got a big show coming up this weekend in Denver at Mile High, the one on Jason Street. It starts yes. at doors, I think, at 6.30? The doors open at 6.30, and you can still get tickets at the door, or you can come through me, it doesn't yeah. really matter. There's still 10 bucks. Uh, doors open at 6.30, the show starts at 7. Uh, New Era's anniversary show, so mm-hmm. be there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we got a lot of good talent coming in, too, from out of state, and great local talent as well, too. And, guys, uh, go through go through the local talent. It really makes them look real good to the higher-ups that, that they brought to the, 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 put the asses in the seat, literally. But yeah, uh, Minefields, this is dangerous. Over and out.